Welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf. Episode number 90. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Brussell and Happy New Year to you. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time subscriber to the show, we're glad you're with us. It's a new year, and I've got some old friends with me sitting across the table here in Studio A, technical specialist Kenny Nicholson. Kenny, how you doing? Doing good. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you, and also a very happy guy. It was his birthday yesterday, and also his Auburn Tigers won the national championship. Vice President of Purchasing, Kerry Cabase. Kerry, thanks for joining us. War Eagle. There you go. <laughs> We talked, the three of us talked about it before. I can't remember. It's been a few years now since there's been as many exciting products as going to come around this year and carry on the purchasing side. You get a sneak preview. I think you'd agree, wouldn't you? Unbelievable. I think uh, what we have uh, launched, coming to launch here in the next uh, 30 to 60 days, as good a lineup as I can ever remember seeing. So some really good, great products, and we're going to talk about some of them today. Well, it's going to be a special year, and we have a very special guest, a big name in the golf industry joining us. For a long time and a long time front of yours, so I'll let you go ahead and do the introduction. We're really, really happy to have Roger Cleveland from uh, Callaway uh, with us today. Roger's the chief designer for Callaway Clubs, and uh, obviously we go way, way back uh, uh, in his days at Cleveland, but he's been in Callaway for quite a while now. And uh, uh, Roger, thank you for coming on with us, and I know you've got some, some exciting products, wedges, irons, and we'd love for you to talk to us a little bit about them. Pleasure to be, be with you. Hey, Roger, before you get into that, can you tell the the listening audience a little bit about your past because it's a it's a pretty interesting story my checkered past anyway i i have uh, been fortunate enough to be in the business for a number of years now uh, around 30 and i started cleveland around 1980 and, and uh, sold it in 90 and worked uh had a great uh, time building that company and uh uh, uh growing it and um uh, after selling it, I uh, uh, exited in uh, the end of uh, 1995 and, and uh, started work at uh, Callaway uh, as the chief designer. Dick Helmstetter and Ely asked me to come aboard and see if I could help them uh, in uh, January '96, and I've been with them ever since. It's been uh, been, been terrific for me. Well, you got a great hopefully uh... for them. Uh, well, it has been. I mean, uh, you know, there's probably more wedges uh, with your name on them out there than anybody else's, so you've had a great career. But uh, I think we'd like to talk a little bit about some of your new products you have coming out. This new X-Series Jaws wedges is getting a lot of uh, hype, and uh, uh, congratulations. You're on the hot list, the gold uh, uh, medal for the, for the new wedge. Can we talk a little bit about that today? Love to. Love to. Thank you for that. Um, well, we've when let me start with... Uh, the, the groove uh, rule and, and what we how we uh, reacted to what the USGA and the RNA wanted to do. Uh, we we took a very aggressive stance from our, with our R and D department. Matter of fact, we had one groove that was actually was conforming, and they changed the rule because it uh, didn't mitigate the lo- uh, losses uh, or it didn't it didn't reduce the the loss of spin uh, or re- reduce the spin as much as they wanted. So they uh, they disallowed that. And, the second groove that we had was actually a groove that we had more grooves on the face, so more teeth to bite the ball and, and uh, therefore more spin, and we have been very successful uh, with this groove. We call it the Jaws groove, or it's a condition of competition groove, but it's a, we call it internally a Jaws groove, so it uh, has a lot of teeth. Very successful on the tour uh, with it. We've had a lot of people from uh, other camps come come to us uh, because uh, especially when you're in the semi-rough, we're getting uh, 
a lot more spin, as much as 2,000 RPM more spin out of the semi-rough. Now, the fairway doesn't matter, but when you get in the rough, it starts to it starts to degrade the spin. So we're having a lot of uh, a lot of success. We have a, a couple new uh, offerings. We've had some our jaws wedges out for a while, but then we have two new uh, low bounce options that uh, we've had some criticism of, of the, the bounce being a little bit high with the, the jaws. But the bounce is is a, a tricky thing. Bounce is not only the angle, but it's also the width of the sole, and, and uh, it determines where the leading edge is in relationship to the ground. And you need bounce. It's the shortest club in the bag and therefore the steepest attack angle. And if you don't have bounce, you don't want to be hitting uh, or, you know, approaching the ground with the leading edge. You want to be uh, approaching the ground with the sole of the club. And so you skid. You can take the divot afterwards, but you can, uh, you need to skid. You need to use it. I don't mean to inter- interrupt you, but uh, this is Kenny. We, we, I want to touch on bounce real quick and explain to the, to the customer, the listener, the, the advantages of, of having bounce. So, I mean, the, the easy answer is it's like pitch on a roof is what I try to explain to them. You know, the the, uh, the bottom of the club is is the soffit or where your rain gutter or snow chute would be, and then the, the t- top of the roof is where your leading edge is. So if you have zero bounce on a wedge and you come in, you know, with a steep angle, you're obviously going to dig straight into the ground and you're going to hit the ball fat every time. So... Um, if you can explain how bounce is 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 the friend to the average golfer out there, that would help out. Because it's it's the sh- shortest club. Your 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 uh, arc or your uh, your swing has the is the steepest angle into the ball. And if you just led with your uh, if you had zero bounce like you're just talking about, you you have to have a perfect contact or perfect strike to hit the ball and. And even the pros aren't aren't perfect, and so uh, to to uh, make it more friendly and easier, you need to uh, put an angle on the sole so the trailing edge is lower than the leading edge. So you actually uh, skid um, and use that uh, the the bottom of the sole as, as a skid. So you skid in, and and you uh, are able to move through the turf and not just dig a hole in the turf. And, uh, Thereby contacting the ball better, and, and uh, so there's there's different philosophies of this, but everybody needs bounce because the proper uh, shaft uh, angle at attack on a uh, on a on a shot. The pros are positive around 12, 13, 14 degrees, where the shaft angle is forward. Your hands are forward on on that sh- on even on a full shot or even some shorter shots, and and. Uh, because of that, you're reducing that angle or reducing the bounce, and, and uh, if you didn't have enough, you'd just be digging all the time. And you want to you want to have confidence in that shot, and so you can hit the ball first and, and skid into the ball. Roger, on the on the jaws wedges, the grooves are actually forged in the face. A lot of the wedges are they're actually going to be are milled in. What would be the advantage of having a forged groove? Well, the the new rule is really technical, and and uh, to be able to uh, keep or to stay uh, in conformance, it's we have tried to mill that groove. We used to mill the Mac Daddy groove in, and and uh, we had a very tight radius at the edge uh, of the face and the sidewall, and and uh, there the new rule dictates a certain radius that we have to abide by and, and we can't really do it 
in a milling process. We have determined, and you can't really do it in a casting process because you have to take off the scale of the of the face, and that tightens that radius. So when you when we can when you forge, and the only way we can do this is is, is a forging, and we forge all our wedges, and uh, um, is a, a very technical, actually a double pressing of a of a groove to to uh, bring that radius into compliance. And uh, we've and you can't do it in a cap; you can only do it in a in a forging. So we're we're very lucky that we've uh, stumbled upon this, but a lot of hard work and a lot of effort and a lot of money went into the to this groove. Right. So uh, tell me about what the tour players uh, are are thinking are saying about the wedge, and who who is can you tell us who's playing it right now? Well, um, we got all our staff guys playing it for sure, and and uh, you know Phil and Ernie, and, and and we've had some real real success, but we've had some other people from other camps. Uh, Take it up and really enjoy the the extra spin. And spin is also launch. When you're you're going to find out when you when you don't spin a ball as much with that wedge, the ball's going to launch a lot higher, and, and uh, it's going to it's it's not going to be able to uh, uh, address the the needs, especially around the greens when you're short side off when you uh, when you want that extra spin, but. Uh, you're going to have a little bit lower launch and, and a little bit more control over your distance and trajectory. I think the key component that you touched on there was from the fairway, the groove rule didn't really change how the how the wedge performs, but mainly from the fairway because I think the misconception is that you're being um, you're not rewarded for a good shot in the fairway, and and that's not where the rule was meant to be. It's so the the groove rule. Uh, if you can just reiterate the fact that from the fairway you don't see much of a of, of a performance decline, correct? That's correct. That's correct. It's really when you start to get into in, into the semi rough is where you uh, really see the the reduction in spin. And of course, when you're in the hay, nothing nothing helps much. <laughs> but uh, where I am, but but uh, but when you get into semi rough just off the, off the fairway is where this groove that we have. Uh, uh, really, really can still uh, control the ball a little bit more, and sometimes quite a bit more. So it's a, it's quite an advantage going forward. Roger, when you and I got in the golf business, that probably the average loft of a pitching wedge was probably more like <laughs> fifty degrees. So now we're in an age where a pitching wedge is like forty four, forty two. I mean, it's unbelievable. Talk a little bit about because of that the need to have you know more wedges in your bag. I, I, as I see players out there, I'll, I'll look at some players when I'm playing out at the local golf course. You'll see a guy with a pitching wedge, and you know, he may have like one other wedge in his bag. And, and obviously, the extreme disadvantage. Can you talk a little bit about how that's evolved? Well, it's it evolved over the years by uh, it, it kind of comes from Japan, really. That they're so focused on distance that everybody's started moving their lofts lower and lower and lower throughout the set and uh and it's and it's just a game and so it, it plays into uh, the hands of people that make make good wedges so it's terrific for us uh, but like you said the the pitching wedge went from 50 to uh now it's you know 46 45 44 and, and when you when you uh, decrease that loft that much, your your short game really suffers, and your distance control. You don't want to have just one wedge. You want to have probably including your pitching wedge four wedges, and that's what a lot of the uh, players on Phil plays with that. And uh, 
and not just three, but four, to, to tighten the gaps. And the best way to, uh, I think, describe what, how to do that and how to fit is based upon your, your strength or your drive. Let's say you go to your driver, and if you're above 100 miles an hour in my, this is just a very simple approach, in your swing speed, I think you can, you can probably handle a 60 degree. And so what you do is you, you, for a lob wedge. And so I like to go from your pitching wedge to your lob wedge. You take the, that, uh, the difference of how many degrees you have from, let's say, 45 or, you know, to 60, and you divide it up either by two or three in, in determining how many wedges you want. And, uh, then you find your lofts and you go because you need to, Tighten your increments so you can, or your intervals of, of uh, loft so you can have better distance control around the green. That's where you, that's where you make up shots. Those are your scoring clubs, and you're right. I think yep. that it has evolved. It's, it's almost impossible, I think, to play, and like you said, to count your pitching wedge, to have uh, at least four wedges now. Well, in, in what I said, if you're under 100, I think you should go in, in your highest uh, lofted wedge should be a 58. Because you, then you don't hit your you, you just can't hit the sixty very far, and, and so then you take your fifty eight, subtract your your pitching wedge, which let's say forty five, and, and you go from there and you divide it and find the loss that you need. And every manufacturer, especially I mean I, I talk about Callaway, but we have we have options in every uh, every loft category. So uh, and bounces specifically addressed in addressing those needs. So. It's a it's an area where you score. It's a fun area to practice, and you ought to take. I encourage everybody to go take some lessons in the short game. There's really techniques. It doesn't take a lot of strength. It takes technique. And uh, the pros, uh, your your pros, especially there's some guys that you have that can teach us in the store as well. Mr. Roger Cleveland joining us here from Callaway Golf, and uh, Roger, talk about the new the new irons. I mean, it's fantastic. Well, we we were very fortunate to have a gold medal with the the, uh, the Razor X iron, and and we have uh, which is a terrific uh, iron that that uh, carries on our legacy of our X series, and and uh, we have two other irons, the X Tour, uh, the Razor X Tour, that is, and uh, that's a hosel iron that's a very more more of a traditional that's cast in the seventeen four. That's a beautiful iron, and then we have the Razor X Forge, which is uh, carries the, the same grooves that I was uh, t- alluding to earlier, the the Jaws groove, which is a tighter tighter spaced, which uh, mitigates the loss of spin. So we have three uh, three beautiful options and and uh, uh, for you and, and from the uh, you know game improvement uh, needs from the Razor X to the to the person who wants to. Uh, be able to create uh, shot shapes and, and work the ball a little better and a wonderful feel of a forging. We have that for you as well. And we also are introducing a uh, Razor, Razor X muscle, which was the original prototype that uh, Ernie and Phil play. That's that's being introduced in the Razor series as well. It's a beautiful forging. Wow, with the wedges and the irons, it's certainly something to be excited about, Roger. Uh, I, I know you're excited about it. Maybe one of our listeners would be too. Well, we would. I, I hope so. I, I think they'd uh, find them to be a, a terrific uh, product in their bag, and, and uh, we would love to uh, donate a, 
a wedge to uh, someone who does register on, on the website. I'd love to do that. Awesome. Oh, Thank you very awesome. much. Oh, that's super. So, Roger, uh, just uh, all these great clubs are coming out. It looks like uh, middle of February. Is that pretty when we can expect to have those in all our stores? I believe so. I believe so. I, I wish it was earlier, but uh, um, there's still a little bit of snow out there in a lot of regions, so, but it's going to be February. As a matter of fact, we, we should, if, if the person wants to have more than one wedge, we'll donate the, the set of wedges. Oh, oh, that's great. oh wow! <laughs> okay, so, perfect. We well, were talking about sets. One wedge isn't going to do it. Isn't no, it? you're right. You're exactly wow. right. Oh, Mr. Cleve, Roger, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're very, very busy, but uh, it's great to talk with you. And I know you and Carrie have a a, a long, long past together. It's always great to catch yeah, up. We do. Yep. Thank you, Roger. Thank you very thank much, you. Mr. Cleveland. Pleasure. Well, guys, how about that? Not only do we speak with a great man in the industry, not one wedge, but a set of wedges. Pretty nice of him, and uh, Roger is the, the wedge master. He's been doing it for a long time. Obviously, the Cleveland wedges are that he started. The company is fantastic, and he's carried this uh, expertise over to Callaway. And these X4 wedges are something that the, our listeners need to go try. They're, they're something else. Well, can, yeah. you, can you talk about where they go to register to win? You can go to our website, EvanWattsGolf.com, and in the lower portion of the website, you'll see the Golf Better podcast logo. Just click on that, and there you can listen to past episodes as well as uh, register to win or ask any questions, but simply click click on the register to win button and uh, provide us with the required information that we ask of you, and your name's automatically submitted to uh, win what I think is just an awesome, awesome prize. Yeah, and come back frequently because our vend- the vendors and the manufacturers we deal with are very, very kind, and there's always something up there to register to win. And once you register one time and we draw, you have to repopulate the list. Correct, yeah. And you can also go into iTunes and subscribe to where you automatically get our feed uh, every time we launch a new episode. So we definitely appreciate uh, all the listeners out there. And Facebook and the social media as well, right? Yeah, definitely. If uh, you're on social media, join us on Facebook and Twitter. There you'll see things probably before they come to our normal house list and general public because we like to throw stuff out there every now and then to our Facebook uh, subscribers and as well as Twitter. So it's a good way to find out what's going on at retail uh, as well as online. Yeah, and midweek too. And when you think nothing's happening, there's always something happening here. Tuesday through Thursday specials have been real popular. Yeah, they've been real popular. We're trying to maintain that through this year where we have a promotion every Tuesday through Thursday. And uh, it's definitely something that uh, that we're going to continue through this year. Talking about Register in the Wind, two episodes. That was episode number 88, two episodes ago. Kodak, our friends at Kodak, were kind enough to donate a Kodak PlaySport video camera. And, Kerry, we drawn the winner, and I get you let you announce the winner. Uh, Scott Kirchston from Phoenix, Arizona. All right, yeah, Scott. Winner. Awesome. We'll be getting in touch with you and get that Kodak PlaySport video camera out to you. One other thing, Kenny, we get, since all, we, all these great club launches that we have coming up over the next 30 to 60 days, people need to be going to our website because uh, you'll be getting a lot of information about when these new products are going to be available. Yeah, that's, that's a good point because, you know, there's a lot of launches coming up. It's obviously uh, fixing to be springtime where all the manufacturers are launching their new products, and our website will have those up on the homepage uh, as well as you know, through the social media aspect we'll have them as well. Well, thanks so much again to Roger Cleveland for taking the time, for Eric Miracle at Callaway for setting it up, and Carrie, you and Kenny, thanks so much for sitting in with me again. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, we'll do it in a couple weeks when we have another exciting episode of Golf Better at edwinwattsgolf.com. So long, everyone.